Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, it's still Wayne's World. That's right, there's a sequel and we're deciding to review it to... Get it out the way. No, so you can watch it. <laughs> Slash uh, embrace everything that is the wonderful world of Wayne's World by watching Wayne's World 2. Uh, joining me as always, we have someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. It is, in fact, uh, returning panellists from last week. So party on, Tegan. Party on, Stephen. And party on, Jason. Party on, Stephen. Jason, welcome back. Hey, uh, how are you, you? You've had a bit of time to reflect. How are those restraints, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> We've tied him to a chair. Yeah. 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 You, you're not looking forward to Wayne's World 2 for some reason. No, no, no. Um, I I was going to ask you, uh, can I drop a score? Because I've thought more about Wayne's World and hate it more. Um, uh, I'm going to say, sure, why not? Yeah. I, do you know why? Actually, no, just thinking about it, I'm like, I would drop it, but then I started to remember that... Um, some of the bits that I didn't mind. So mm. hopefully there's a lot more of that. Yeah. Remember, you might... Is there very much Chris, Tra- Chris Traeger? Um, in this one? Yeah. Who? Um, what's his... T- the bad guy. Rob Lowe. Uh, Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. Yeah, is there uh, more Rob Lowe? There is, there is no Rob Lowe in this no. one. Oh, I can confirm. It's Rob oh. No for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. There's better. It's Christopher Walken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that better? <laughs> no, no, I don't really feel so. Though Stephen did, during the film last time, promise me James Hong. Yeah, he's there. And I was very disappointed. He's that... not the bad guy, though. No, he's, well, um, he's... he's thing he's dead. He's... He's antagonistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so aside mm. from na- now knowing that Rob Lowe is not in it. Yeah. <laughs> and knowing that James Hong is in it. Is and in Christopher Walton. Is Rob Lowe's mate in it? No. Oh, um... Kurt Fuller. Yeah, Kurt Fuller. Kurt no. Fuller, the one who kind of turns. No. 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 No, sorry. Okay. Yeah, a lot. Cool. Of- so every bit that I've liked so far. Tia Carrera's in it. Yeah, Tia Carrera. Cool. Cool. That was another yeah. bit I liked. Yeah. Chris um, Farley's in it again. Chris Fa- okay. But as a different character. Different character. Yeah. But he's yep. in it. Yeah. So yeah. So what are you expecting? Um, I am expecting. Nope. Sorry, I had it up and the had a little blurb and it's gone now, so I can't read that out. <laughs> I am expecting uh, Wayne Stock. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ex. Um, Tegan said something interesting to me, which is because they're turned up to 11 on this one. Mm. Yeah. You know, a reference to a better music film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a but fair point. Like, so whether, and I'll be interested to see whether I like it more because it's more authentic mm-hmm. or I hate it more because it's more of the thing I disliked. Yeah. Like this, I could honestly see me going either way. Mm. You're, you're, this you're on a precipice well. at this point. Yes. Well, I, I, I'm Schrodinger's review. You're Schrodinger's Garth at this yeah. place. <laughs> um, Tegan. Was it Phil, the guy who always looked like he was about to die? Yeah. Yes. So I'm Schrodinger's Garth. partied out, man. Again. Yeah, I gotta eat food. It's like, it's just on drugs, man. Yeah. Mm. Tegan. Yeah. You have seen this film. I have. Uh, which way do you think Jason's gonna go on the loving it more or hating it <laughs> I more? actually don't know because mm. the character, it dep- I find the characters less likeable. Oh. But I gave this film a 9 out of 10, remember? So you might find them more likeable because... Yeah. They're more towards, like, depending on where our spectrums are. That's right. they fit there. They're yeah. more panto-y. They're more, they're f- like, caricature yeah. which might be the answer to what you didn't like about Maybe. them in the yeah, first may- film. Whether they've been, like, flanderizations happen to them, if you've ever heard of that. I haven't. Could you oh, explain? Um, okay, it's a real simple one. But basically... Characters can sometimes start off very complex and have these logics to them. 
And then what happens is after a few seasons of something or after reworking, they just become the one thing that they had. Mm. It comes from, um, comes from Flanders, Flanders, from yeah. um, The Simpsons. If mm. you ever watch some of the earlier episodes, he's complex. Yeah. He's religious. He's like, you know, he's generally a positive person, mm. but he's normal. Like the left-handed shop episode yeah. of The Simpsons is mm. very that. But then after a while, you just, just boil down to just nothing but... It's basic, so he's just this, you know, ever happy religious guy that everyone that Homer hates. He just becomes he just becomes yeah he becomes hyper version of himself. Like every character in The Simpsons. Mm. Yeah, more or less, and that's it. Like you see it with other characters, and sometimes you can make that work. Like, Mm. um, Mm. and sometimes it's even just about making characters turn into something or become what you want them to be. Especially in TV series, I think in this one the gags are bigger, so that's why it could go one way or the other. Like I, there's big gags in the first one, but there's a lot of subtle tea to the the comedy. Like we talked about it being very Britishy in that in that sort of sense Mm. because of the Canadian influence. Yeah, that's right. This one it's much more American, and that could. It's still fun. Yeah, it's still enjoyable, but it doesn't have some of the nuances. So my good friends are American. (laughs) Really, (laughs) I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry, Americans. I love you. My my memory of this film is we that, that yeah. Right. What are you, I was going to say? What are you expecting from it, Stephen? Well, well, I I remember from when I was watching these when I was younger that I preferred this one to the first one, mm. and I'm I'm wondering if part of that is it feels like Garth has more to do. In yeah, this one. or there's just more in general. Yeah, but but Garth has a more independent storyline in this second one. Okay. so that's uh, because a lot of the stuff I remembered about that character. I was, he didn't do in Wayne's World <laughs> 1. I was like, oh, I'm guessing this must all be the sequel. Yeah. Um, this is, it's more chaotic, yeah. this film. It's okay. more, it's still sketch after sketch after sketch, mm. but they're, they're like, sketches as opposed mm-hmm. to yeah. slow yeah. burns. There's also a lot more uh, exposed bottoms in this film. Yes. Um, Weird naked Indian guy. Yes. Yeah, so. There's also a lot of. Um, was it played by Mike Myers? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of um, questionable. Uh, Borderline racism in this film, mm, in yeah, a few areas. You know, yeah, cultural, you... cultural insensitivity. We will say. Yes. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah. Almost as though it was like, made in nineteen. In nineteen ninety. Yep. <laughs> Three. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, with all that being said, shall mm-hmm. we watch Wayne's World two? Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. For those of you listening at home, pop on those DVDs, load up those streaming services, and sort out those individual M and M's. I once saw a man kill another man with a shoe. As we watch Wayne's World 2. On stage that night. Ozzy said he wouldn't go on. On stage that night. (laughs) Is Michael Caden? Welcome back, everybody. We've just finished watching Wayne's World 2. And by we, I, of course, mean Tegan Mulvaney. Hello. And Jason Doley. Hi. Jason, that was your first time watching <laughs> Wayne's World 2. We're waiting on tenterhooks. <laughs> Which way did you pivot? Was it was it more or less enjoyable than Wayne's World 2? I, I was actually thinking of throwing this back to you. But yeah. I'm more interested in Stephen's reaction. No, no answer the question. All right. I liked it more. Oh, I knew it. Okay. Yep. I, I think. I think maybe I knew what I was in for. Maybe because everybody had talked so greatly about Wayne's World and how it's you know it's it's comedy mm-hmm. pure of 1991 and so on like that and I got sold essentially like a dirty hamburger <laughs> that was half eaten in the form of Wayne World, Wayne's World One. Sometimes all you I need just, is a dirty hamburger. And when you know you're getting a dirty hamburger, maybe you enjoy it a bit I more. am offended. <laughs> it is not a dirty hamburger. It is, it is at least some, a fresh-made bacon deluxe. That's what that is. Uh, 
Is your bacon deluxe your favourite? Yeah. It's a pretty good one. It's a good one with extra yeah. cheese. Because mm. then they have yeah. to make it fresh. Oh, that's always a good thing. Or no yeah. pickles. No pickles means they have to make There's it There's no fresh. pickles in a bacon deluxe. True. Then ask for pickles. Then ask for pickles and then have no pickles. Oh. And then ask them removed. Ask the pickles and then go, actually, change my mind. <laughs> that's right, there isn't. No, that's usually tricks like... Like double quarter pound and stuff yes, like that. Yes, that's, that's what you a do. Yes, yeah, yes. no pickles because pickles are horrible. We've digressed. Yes, answer the qu- you answer the question. <laughs> I answered All the right. question. You did. My real question. I'm, I'm more interested mm. in Stephen yeah. because Stephen. Yeah, yeah. I came into this uh, little Wayne's World project uh, saying that I preferred two to one, and I don't know anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what I think I've ca- what I think I've come away from is that I, I prefer Austin Powers. It, well, yeah, actually. <laughs> To be honest, having not rewatched them in a while, I am a little worried that Mike Myers is not actually funny anymore to me. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Because this this film is a lot more similar to Wayne's World One than I remembered them as uh, mm. as as a kid watching them as like a ten, eleven year old. Wayne's World Two felt funnier and I guess it's because, as you said, Tegan, it was mm. a bit it's a bit more bombastic. Yeah. And as a yeah. kid you like more. Or bigger, yeah. and that bigger can be better. Like as a kid, I love Back to the Future Two mm. more than Back to the Future One. Mm. But I now I know Back to the Future One is an amazing film. Two and three are fine, but one is. But you you yeah. cannot say two or three is better than one because one's the top. Yeah. But two is future and more, and it's mm. one again with some interesting twists. So it's yeah. like, how could it not be better yeah. than one? Yeah. For me, watching this film, I was. I think it's again the problem. It's making me think of Wayne's World 1 a little more favourably in that I was perhaps a little too harsh. Because <laughs> Correct. Yes, as you would <laughs> no, say. No, you weren't, Stephen. But what, what it means is that overall, I'm not looking at Wayne's World 1 and going, oh, that was a much better film than I thought. It's that Wayne's World 2 is a much worse film than I, than I remember. <laughs> I and, told you. And, and Wayne's World, but Wayne's World as a whole, it's, it's not great, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm looking back <laughs> on it. and Wrong. There are some really good, similar to Wayne's World 1, really good individual sketches i think what this film has it has more moments that make me laugh in terms of yeah, more, more moments I, that appeal to my sense of humor i properly chuckled way more in this one like mm. there were some bits that happened i'm like oh that's actually quite good like that yeah. was that was a hearty laugh not a hmm. but for, for me Tegan, i don't know if you'd agree with this one don't agree it feels <laughs> as though <laughs> it's good Sorry, don't agree continue. it feels as though that even though the stakes are higher it, they're, they're also um, they're lower at the same time like the yeah. stakes appear to be bigger but in terms of what's going to happen to Wayne and Garth it almost feels there's like there's no stakes there's, there's less nothing. consequence yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like they absolutely murder the consequences in this mm. pr- pretty early into the beginning of the third act mm. like with the other one I was much more interested in them when it, and like in Wayne's World 1 the twist and the whole like oh we'll just redo it a couple of times mm. I was kind of more interested in that to start with because mm. there was a bit more something to go but in this one they kind of like they just kill i mean to complain about the realism of a wayne's world film feels like just like trying to you know move water with your like you know cup water with your hands and trying to move it into a pool mm. but um yeah that just got me how it was like oh no they're getting married for some reason it's like do Rockstars just randomly marry their producers because I mean, James Hong tells them to. Wow. I, mean, I mean, Rockstars do get married at the drop of a hat. That, that, yeah, that, true, that true. Happen. That is something kind of of it. But mm. yeah, I, I think I think also maybe it's modern sensibilities and whatnot like that. Like it just it just killed me in terms of my fear, like my like 
investment, mm. I guess. And I felt more invested in this in Wayne's World Two in everything that was going on. Mm. But and then yeah, it just it, kind of killed it. Killed it, it quicker. Yeah, it killed it quicker. Mm. Go on. I no, it's boring. I hate Wayne's World too. <laughs> I, just, I, I like bits again. Yeah, I like bits of it. I find mm. the jokes are uh, very obvious, and not just from being having seen it before. I, like I'm like, okay, mm. I can tell where that joke's going to go. You can tell where that joke's going to go. Mm. Um, and sometimes like, that's like, fine. Like the village people bit. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sometimes that's fine because you still get the payoff. There's mm. nothing wrong with knowing the punchline before it comes and enjoying. Execution the way. sometimes can be more important. Yeah, than surprise. exactly. Mm. But. Um, I don't know. It it doesn't. It. They, I know that he didn't want to make it, and I yeah. think you can tell. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like he, ne- they had to really convince him to make the film. He never wanted to do it, and I think nobody he else wanted has him to do it. <laughs> really phoned it in, um, as much like much as possible. Even with all the walls at the screen yeah. and the shots, like it's like all right. It's almost like the film was twenty minutes too short, so we need to put in a 10 minutes of whoa and then mm. 10 more minutes of the same jokes from before. Um, yeah, there was, I didn't enjoy the same jokes as before, mm. bit, but I mean, I felt like that in the first one too, when he was apparently putting his heart into it, that he was trying to drag it out and go on like that. So, mm. but mm. I think it is more pronounced here where it's like, yeah, as I said, like callbacks aren't jokes in a way. It's just remember this mm. unless it's from the same film. Yeah. I, I feel as though this film does a, a, a worse job with Wayne, but a better job with Garth. Mm. And well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because you really didn't like Garth in the first. I, I liked him a little bit more here because he did something. Yeah. Um. And I found the plotline with his girlfriend, Honey Hornet. Honey Hornet. Honey Hornet. Yeah. Yes, thank you. From Basinger, Basinger. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. That. Kim, Kim. That. I. Did found- you see how big her hands were? I did. No. Yeah. Or, Massive hands. As she should be in this film, Kim Babe Schwinger. Babe Schwinger, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that, that yeah. storyline. That, that, that storyline yeah. was kind of fun, mm. but it was as fun as a skit. Mm. And that was it. Like, I, I would never say that Garth had Garth had more to do. Mm. She but, was great. Yeah, she was great. She like, that's so it. Well. Like, like, between her and, like, Lara Finn Boyle, it's like, mm. they that those bits are fun. But as I said, they're just skits. Yeah, it, it did feel as though that, the, the the people that got in for this film that weren't in the first one knew the assignment and knew it really well. Mm. Like, um, Dale Preston is my favourite character <laughs> in both the films. He's just very funny, the way he breaks up his stories. And he's just telling that one story, one story about again. Aussie yeah. over and over again. Which reminds me of Sri Lanka. Yeah, formerly Ceylon. Yeah, it's the way he delivers... We had to beat them to death with their own shoes. Is <laughs> just wonderful. <laughs> but the, but the, yeah, you're right. There's, there's the, there is a there is a real difficulty in taking something from a sketch format into two ninety minute films <laughs> yeah. in this case. And and maybe yeah, it does feel like it's it's putting puttering out a bit. Um, and some of the things they did to sort of fatten it out worked i think the the graduate sequence works really well um but it is them just doing a shot for shot remake of the graduate for a few minutes and other bits don't work as well um jason i know you you really didn't like um even though you love james hong yeah <laughs> his his appearance and his oh, main scene that was that was painful for me i love james hong mm. i and i also like hong, lots of like so many of the hong kong action films i like mm. Um, not so much some of the ones that they're ripping off, but you usual Wuja kind of like hero, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Hero is probably one of my favourite films. Mm. Um, 
when I get to 50, I'm going to do that one. Okay. Um, 50 years old? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know sometimes I feel like I'm not that far off. Not old. on the podcast. You're going to remake it. <laughs> yeah. Going to yeah, remake it. be every yeah. character. Oh, no. Yeah. It is, it's such a cinematography. Like it's it's a cinematographer's nightmare. Yeah, we we'll just get some wheels and pulley systems in the backyard. And <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah, you guys haven't up. seen Hero, have you? No. Yeah, that really shows. <laughs> we'll watch it at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll but um, it's yeah, it's just that, and then the kind of like, I don't even know if they even watched a the Hong Kong martial arts film to make this up, or they mm. just kind of got ideas from down the phone that somebody who had watched them or something. It just it mm. just annoyed me, and then like just watching these two. Actors of Chinese descent have to be stupid around it. Like, made my skin crawl. Like, mm. Tia Carrera and James Hong both having to do stupid things. And I mean, James Hong's... I, I've read so many articles about him talking about the... Because he's been around since the 50s, 60s. Mm. Like, all the racial stuff he's had to do in his yeah. life. And I'm just like, cool, this is just another one another to, one add, of to those. add to the yeah. list. Yeah, and it, it's, it's very much a thing as well where I feel like that scene... And the physical comedy that's in that scene really exemplifies the fact that when I enjoyed these films, I was 10. <laughs> mm. Because they are funny, Stupid. screwy, mm. physical jokes. Like when, you the know... sword. Yeah, when, when, when Wayne swings the sword six times and then his pants are ripped, that's still funny, even mm. now. But the rest of the sequence, I was like, eh, okay, this isn't, this no, isn't great. Yeah. And like, you know, the whole holding the phone away, hitting it with a... Like those sound effects was again fun yeah but i'm old and bitter now and i guess <laughs> and i'm just looking at it like yeah okay but it's not particularly working well and i i do have to admit i, I felt somewhat similar about the whole yeah ah. like, like especially i like i yeah. feel worse for tia Carrera, who just has to sit there like she's a well-formed character and mm. i honestly kind of feel like this film absolutely can't swear screws with her character that's in terms of that, like yeah. I sat there, just got. I would have been much happier with the Cassandra character had I not seen this, where she's just she's so much less than what she was for the sake of some jokes, for the sake of the Mrs. Robinson thing. She's mm. just like, oh, I guess I'll marry Christopher Walken for no absolute reason. They haven't mm. shown an interest, and it's like, cool. I know you're trying to get the Mike Myers is a paranoid bo- boyfriend thing over, mm. and it does, but. Does he not turn out to be right? And therefore, aren't all women fickle and all this? Like, that kind of yeah, absolute I, crap. And again, it's one of those things where it's a Wayne's World film. We're not looking for yeah, like, yeah, but that's on the thing. Yeah, look, but, but, but I think it is a concern. Um, what do you think? You loved Cassandra. Yeah, I love it. And I, I agree. And is that maybe one of the things that you hate the most about the film? Uh, I think there's a lot of missed opportunities. Again, there's this. There's the sweetness that you're missing from the first film. I think the film has a lot of endearing qualities that this film doesn't have. Yeah, the one kind of, um, sorry, the one kind of emotional scene you have is the, oh, I fell over, which is from Austin Powers. Yeah, oh, I fell over. He he hadn't done Austin Powers yet. Yeah, yeah, no, he reused it later for that, which works better because Austin Powers has this weird sexual thing to him. Mm. Um, But in that one, I'm just like, I just got reminded of that, just going, man. But they, and they, they, I wonder if it was in original right original drafts because there's a whole lot about her leaving her band behind. She doesn't have a band with her when she's going like um, mm, yeah yeah. She, Christopher she loses Walken, the Bobby band. talks about that as well, and that's not a Cassandra thing to go on the Tonight Show without her band and all mm. this. So that it's there's a lot of her character that has been lost, and I wonder if there was original drafts that had more of that in it, and they mm. went 
no, we just want to cash in on the jokes and some cameos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, like, it's the flanderization of Cassandra even. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. It's under, she's, it a, she's a thing it. to be won. Yeah. She, Literally, she, end of, like, at one point, oh, she will be mine again. I'm like, the first time he does it, even the first film, it's a bit better. Yeah. Well, because, um, because she's unattainable. She's, she's almost unattainable. unattainable. Like, she's a goal. Yeah. It's like, I will strive to be good. It's like, yeah. oh, well, now I've changed my mind. Mm. I was a yeah. shit boyfriend who was shit. Yeah. And um, now I'm just going to try and make it better and prove that I don't need yeah. consequences. Yeah, I I, I think um, the, the fact is is that particularly with Cassandra, this is really exemplified. But with Wayne as well, is there's no just growth in those characters. Mm, yeah. And like they, he's he and Garth have moved out of his growth. Garth got pubes. Yeah, Garth got pubes. That yeah. but. We don't see the growth. Not that I want to see that, but we don't see the growth. You want to see it? I really don't. I'm sure there's a a porn version of Wayne's World out there. And that's in Wang's World. Wang's World? Wang's World. Wang's World. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's in my brain now. Um, But but Cassandra has has no development in, in terms of characters. She goes through almost the exact same things where Wayne's jealous of the person that she's hanging out with. He has to go to win her back and it it, it it does just feel as though yeah this film probably shouldn't have been made in a lot of respects <laughs> yeah. because it was an exercise in just sort of going oh this first one made money when we weren't expecting it to let's do the same thing again and one year after as well so like yeah. super quick no, yeah too. very yeah. little turnaround mm. yeah christopher walken does very Nothing. little in this Nothing. film. He's pretty fun though. He's fun. Like, he's probably he's... one of the best things in the film. Yeah, but but the, this... I, I don't even know that. Like I was just like he was. He didn't have like Rob Lowe brought a lot more to. Um, there was more to that character. Though. There was more to that character. This one was literally just like sleazy guy. Be smarmy. He said yes. He never. Yeah. yeah, there was there was very little to the Christopher Walken thing. There's yeah. the dance sequence, which is great. It's true. Yes, him dancing. More proof, Christopher Walken, good dancer. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it it's sort of it it does feel a bit flat. It does feel like there is a Lara Flynn boil shaped hole yeah. in this film as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if they just didn't want that joke again, or if she wasn't available. I mean, there's probably not too she many other been places doing to go. Twin Peaks, mm. so she might not have been available. Uh, true. Yeah. It's mm. but it does feel like. Yeah, I, I did miss her this time round. I was yeah. like, I, I could really do with her. They got Ed O'Neill in for one scene, which is nice. Why did they come to me to die? Why, Why did they, they come, come to me to die? die? <laughs> that <laughs> was great. But yeah, it, it, it does it does feel as though this is not a good film, mm. uh, I think. And it's, it's, it's not a particularly great comedy film. And I, I do think that it is... Mm, it's I'm probably, glad we're doing these back to back. I'm glad we're, yeah. this is everything I said in the first bloody podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've hated for us to wait a year and then come back and be like, <laughs> "I was right." <laughs> See, I feel like it, yeah, it, but yeah. like I mean, we're arguing that both are bad, and you're arguing that one. Well, because you, but we are, we've already established that you're wrong about the first one, <laughs> so I don't have to argue for that one. I don't think we established that, did we, Stephen? Ah, uh, look, it's personal taste. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It's nothing to do with taste. It's science. Okay. Well, uh, the, the the things that they try that are different, I think, are quite fun. The, the idea of having Dream Jim Morrison mm. it is quite fun. Sammy Davis Jr. being there is yeah. also <laughs> weird, but, but good. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. The the half-naked Native American character oh, yeah. um, is fun, but in a way that I feel bad about. Yeah. <laughs> like It was fun. It was fun. It is no longer fun. No longer fun. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Although, like, 
just having um, a character like that there in that way is like, oh yeah, I, I get why why they've chosen that sort of imagery and used that sort of mm. thing because it is quite, it was quite a thing in American media in the like, yeah. second half of the 20th century. Was I think, it, and it's around that time of like, Last of the Mohicans and yeah. um, well, and, 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 the, and the ad dances with wolves, yeah, dances and with wolves, and literally the thing they reference at the end, the, the crying Indian, yes, the um, the litter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and it, well, it's part of the larger fact that after the the sort of death of the traditional Western, American media didn't know what to do with Native Americans, so they mm. just didn't use them for a long yeah, time yeah. because the, because the, their stories weren't being told. The stories still aren't being told. You had, mm. I mean, you had Unforgiven, which was actually the same year, I think. Yeah, it was around that same time. Yeah. But but the way that sort of Native American culture then got co-opted into being um, like, oh, this is something that we are now choosing to maybe respect a bit more, but we know nothing about it. And yeah. this this ver- this version of it being this comedy film feels. Exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Symptomatic of that. Mm. Um, again, I wasn't expecting Wayne's World Two to be like, "We're going to fix the problem with the representation of Indigenous <laughs> people in this not particularly great comedy film." But it, it, it is emblematic of an issue that was, and to be honest, is still happening in American mm. media. Absolutely. Um, I still quite like the um, village people sequence. As a kid, I thought it was hilarious, and I. <laughs> didn't work it out until the music came on that they were dressed as the village people <laughs> and i remember that feeling of being surprised and amused <laughs> bravo sir yeah basically um you but, played me champagne well champagne yeah. comedy but, but also <laughs> oh the the native american is here now too yeah i was like they brought him in oh it's great but also like you know i was a, a child and probably easy to impress <laughs> uh, and and i i do feel as though this film does have its merits if you can't vote that that's kind of <laughs> That's, that's sort of where I'm at. If you're if you're below a certain age, this is probably still good fun. Maybe maybe there's a, there's a line in it like somewhere about like kind of the same as Garth. You stop enjoying this once you have pubes. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's it it's tricky. It's it's mm. tricky. Um, I didn't even enjoy Rip Torn as much this time round. No, he's. he's Wait, who's not Rip, Rip Torn? Rip, Rip, Rip Taylor. 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 Rip Taylor, I, yes. I mean, I didn't enjoy Rip Torn because he wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rip Taylor. I, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, Men in Black 2 had Lara Flynn Boyle. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, and that had Rip Torn. Actually, Rip Torn playing Rip Taylor's role would have been <laughs> They could have done that. Um, Glitter for you. Yeah, but th- th- there, are, there are some good bits. Um, I, I do think the Garth Honey Hornet stuff is, yeah. is, is probably where this film is at its strongest, particularly the, you know, do you want to have dinner tonight? I like to have dinner every, every night. night. Like, it's, like the best yeah. bit is just when like it just cuts to like Garth with his hair all nicely done. <laughs> that that got me. I'm like, yeah, that, that really. Hello, me darling. But I, I I think the best bits is probably still Dell, but it's three jokes. Yeah, and yeah. um. Just Chris how... Farley's pretty fun in this one he too. He is again. Isn't, though, we only see yeah, you don't see so him like, briefly. Yeah. He's adorable. He was is. did you say we, was he playing one of the other characters from the last film? Or no. It, so in the first film, he plays film, a security. He guard. plays a security guard. But yeah. I thought you guys were saying because they say, "Oh, he's doing well now." Like he was meant to be one of the other original mates of theirs. Yeah. When I first watched it, I thought he was meant to be like Phil. a healthier version of Phil. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure his name is Milton in this. It is. It's Milton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So, so he's not Phil the one who... He, no, he's not Phil at all. The, the, the sick boy. Yeah. Of the yeah. Film. So I'm guessing he might just be another sick boy they knew that we didn't see. Yeah. In the expanded Wayne's World lore... Wayne's World lore. There's two sick boys. Yeah, there's two sick boys and he was the second yeah. one, I guess. And Dell's the Begbie. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> perfect. It's seamless. <laughs> um, yeah. Wayne spotting. Wayne spotting. Yeah. Yes. He's got it. That is a funnier joke than was in the <laughs> film that we just watched. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 just a bit flat, to be honest. Mm. And and it's a real shame. And I also I, I, I think I have to admit that the the first film is better, Tegan. I, Thank you. I know you're gonna be smug about this, but I, I have to I have to Me? Admit. <laughs> How very dare. <laughs> But I think I have to admit that I think the first film is is a better film. I think the second one does have it has better highs. Yeah, yeah. Like I would I would say that even even as much as I love the Lara Flynn Boyle stuff mm. and the um, Rob Lowe stuff, mm. the better things were Dell and Kim Basinger. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I think it's really interesting that Wayne, as as one of the central characters, is not particularly standing out. In either film. I, I think he's... And again, it's slightly tricky with, with him sort of being the protagonist. Mm. Um, it's rare that even in comedy films that the protagonist is the funniest character. Mm. Um, They're usually the straight man. Yeah, or, or, or even if it's like an ensemble comedy and they are funny, there's usually somebody else that appeals to, you, to your humour a bit more. Sorry. It almost feels as though it's, it's Mike Myers workshopping for, for Austin Powers to an extent. Maybe, Maybe. he... Mm. Because he didn't want to do the film Mm. and he thought, all right, I'll write myself out of the film as much as possible Mm. so then I won't have to film much of it. Yeah. Because there's lots of other (laughs) storylines. Spend more time in England. Yeah, lots Mm. of other storylines with the different people in there. He's still in there, but he's barely doing much. Yeah. But it it feels a shame because, yeah, he was more involved in that first one. Mm. But even then in the first one he probably wouldn't be in my top three of like characters I wanted to see or characters I enjoyed seeing. Um, yeah. I don't know guys. I'm just, mm. I just feel really bad. Oh, but... we've made you upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, destroyed it's... your nostalgia. Look, it's fine. Well, I... I still think Wayne World 2 is better than Wayne's World 1. Uh, yeah. That's, that's uh, I'll awful. be fine. I'm not going to, I gonna... may also be giving it a lower score. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, it's not as though I'm going to sit at home and tear down all my Wayne's World posters that I have up because, because I don't, because this film is not something that I've gone back to and watched over the years, but it's something that I do remember being quite fun as a kid and now isn't, you know, like, I guess, Star jumps, or <laughs> it's like climbing up trees. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that I'm in my thirties, I'm like, yeah, I don't need that in my life anymore. <laughs> I think Wayne's World fits Wayne's into World that fits in there quite well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you guys like some trivia about Wayne's World too? Sure. All of this trivia is sourced from IMDb. They so. can't see your shrug, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to vocalize the shrug. Yeah. Eh. I was doing my walking. Eh. Yeah. Uh, all of this trivia is sourced from IMDb. So Do it in Christopher Walken's voice. All of this trivia is sourced from IMDb, so this is Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I've not tried. To, I've not tried Christopher Walken before. <laughs> Hang on a sec, because he's. I can't think of he because he doesn't sound okay, like Christopher Walken. She doesn't in this sound like that. Or like that. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it needs more cowbell. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of I've this trivia is sourced fever. from. I am DB. I am DB. So if it's not true, don't blame me. 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 Captain Kim at the end. Yeah. yeah. Look, like I said. Well, how about we just do it properly? It was fine. It but was wonderful. I've never tried well doing this yeah, I'll workshop yeah, it. Yeah. I'll workshop it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike Myers can direct it. Oh, uh, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nirvana was offered a part in this film as one of the performers in Waynestock and the band members, uh, Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, and the, the others. Other uh, <laughs> the other. And, and all the rest. Yes, and Chris uh, Novoselic. Uh, they were shown a rough cut of the film to try and persuade them, and for some reason, they declined. <laughs> yep. I'm guessing they just went, nah, we're, we're fine. Aerosmith have got this. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that Steve Tyler's weirdly skinny physique be all over the start and end of this film. Um, the story that the roadie keeps telling about having to fill the brandy glass with brown M&Ms for Ozzy Osbourne is based on a true story that became an urban legend. Van Halen actually had a rider, which is a contractual list of items the band demands from concert venues, just for anyone that doesn't know what a rider is, um, that said there must be a bowl of M&Ms backstage, but with all the brown ones removed. The reason for the absurd rule was mm. to make sure that their entire rider, which included safety measurements for the band's uh, large and heavy sets, had been read and obeyed in full. Mm. So it was kind of like a... Clever. Yeah, if they go in with a full set of M&Ms that have brown, they're like... No, we, yeah, it's not safe. It. They've not read it. They've just yeah. thrown caution to the wind. Which is I, clever. That I have I showed you both a photo of me wearing my Wayne Stock shirt from yeah. many years ago. I was at a Phil Jamison concert mm. and was backstage hanging out with them. Mm. Um, not something I normally do, but just ended up there mm-hmm. and was... I ate all the corn chips off his rider. Because oh, really? he had corn chips on his rider. That was what that photo was. Oh, wow. That one there. The mo- not, a, not a very happy story. Not a very interesting story. No. But so you summon eight corn he chips. Was, um, well, because he was, uh, I think, out of rehab. So his rider was really boring. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like sandwiches and soft drinks and a bunch of corn chips. And no alcohol. And I was yeah. bored and I sat in a bean, a bean bag and just ate all these corn <laughs> chips. In your little Wayne Stock t-shirt. Yeah, in my Wayne Stock shirt. Aww. Yeah, you're right. That that is not terribly interesting, but also, <laughs> but also nice to hear. But don't blame her. No, 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 no don't blame her. He was, a, and it was a good show. Oh, that's good. Phil Jamison, if you're listening, yeah, well done. No, well, well, well done, Phil, and we help you. Stay on that wagon. Uh, <laughs> when Jeff Wayne, so not Jeff Wayne, I'm Jeff reading. Wayne. Yeah, when Jeff Wayne wrote. Uh, everybody on, um, everybody on. Patreon John Wayne's, now, it's John Wayne's brother. Yeah, yeah. When he wrote War of the Worlds, uh, he purposefully didn't watch Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's War of the Worlds, which would be very different. What are the chances of these Martians coming and get us? I'd say they're a million one, Garth. Oh, I hope we don't reference that later in the film. <clears throat> When Wayne gets off the phone with Jeff Wong, the last thing Wayne says is Chi so hai bin do ah, as if he was saying goodbye. Uh, however, that is the Cantonese for where is the toilet? <laughs> okay. Yep. That's what he's saying in the first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he when he's at the when he's with Phil. Yeah, they just yeah. kept kept that joke going. Yeah. Again. It's the joke from Wayne's World One. It's something they did a lot in this film. <laughs> yeah. They just yeah. went Let's use this again. Uh, When the director of the first film, Penelope Sferis, was asked um, why she declined to direct the sequel after doing the original... Pointed to a poster of Mike Myers. Basically, yeah. She said she couldn't deal with Mike Myers again, is how she put it. Um, It was actually... It was like the first film under a plane and she just, you know, she goes off and (laughs) you can't hear it because the plane's going. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then the plane just turns out to be on a stick. <laughs> that was a good joke. That yeah. wasn't that that. W- I love that sequence. I like, I like when, it, when it came back, they didn't even do it again. They just reversed the same but image. But that whole the thing of, goes wrong. I can't believe Paramount would send us to mm. London. And I thought they just sent two extras. Yeah. Or they just filmed two extras. That part is great. That is good. What a mm. shitty circus. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a good joke. That's a good fun I also like that, that Wayne and Garth. It appears as though the people who are playing them changes from yeah, shot yeah, to yeah. shot. Yeah, well. like, well, yeah, like when it gets super long. <laughs> yeah, like, and then at the end, it's, the a, it's clearly a short, curvy woman. Yeah, yeah, it's that was good. That that gets them half a point. Um, <laughs> Garth, half a point out of ten. Yes, Garth wears a T-shirt that says "Video Toaster," a CGI special effects system that Dana Carvey's brother Brad Carvey designed. Um, so he's advertising his brother's stuff. Brad is also whom Dana based a lot of Garth's characteristics on. <laughs> That's cute. Which, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, his brother murdered a man for his wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, not really. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, although this was intended to be a Christmas season blockbuster, the film was only moderately successful and did not receive the box office intake or positive fan reaction that the first film did. It also suffered severely due to competition from other holiday season blockbusters such as Mrs. Doubtfire, Schindler's List, and The Pelican Brief. I haven't heard of The Pelican Brief. But yeah, I've heard, I've heard I, of, yeah, I, no, I know I've The not. Pelican Brief. Yeah. Was it, is it good? But I, I wouldn't call it a Christmas blockbuster. No. I mean, I wouldn't also call Schindler's List a Christmas True. blockbuster. Laugh a minute. Not a Christmas blockbuster. No, no. Just, it happened to be out around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That, but <laughs> going up against Mrs. Doubtfire and Schindler's List is pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, just Mrs. Doubtfire alone, you wouldn't win. Mm. Uh, Rob Lowe was in talks to return for this sequel, uh, but obviously he did not end up appearing and reprising his Benjamin Oliver character. Yeah. Um, they actually wanted him to play a different character in this film. They wanted him to play someone called Philip, who is not Phil. Um, oh, okay. Um, Lowe ultimately chose to pass on the project, suggesting that appearing as an entirely different character in the sequel would confuse the audience. Um, and so what they ended up doing was turning that character into Christopher Walken's character. Uh, who oh, became okay, Bobby. yeah. If it was Chris, if it was Chris, if it was Bobby, then that would have so, just, that well, would have been confusing. What I want to know is why not just write the role as the same character from the first film and have him be like, I, oh yeah, I'm reformed, and then have him still try and marry Cassandra, where it's yeah. like, I'm actually not. <laughs> well, I mean, like coming, like I don't know if it's because I blocked out a lot of Wayne's World one, but like he, like he's trying to pull Cassandra away, but it, it's never. And even with Bobby as well, it always seems to be much more about you will make me a ton of money more mm. than mm. this is a sexual thing. It's always Wayne who pushes it into a sexual thing because he just, you know, just throws out a fair accusations left, right and center rather than trusting and so on. So mm. like even the ending, it's the fake ending is the only one where it ever becomes remotely sexual between Rob Lowe's and Tia Carrera's characters. Yeah. So I was always confused by that. I'm like, isn't he just like, isn't she a, you know, just a money that, that she's a gold mine more than she is a object for. She's a hot gold mine. She's a very, yeah, yeah p- possibly. Well, because... No, definitely. Um, but like, it's not sexual for Rob Lowe's character. It doesn't even seem sexual for Bobby's until mm. it's like, no, wedding, just thrown in a wedding. I, I feel as though maybe it would have worked better had it been Rob, Rob Lowe, Lowe in that role again. Um, but then yeah, it would have had depth. And substance, yeah, and more believable that she might want like, to marry him. Yeah, yeah, like like Christopher Walken was not in this film, guys, like barely. 
Yeah. It was, uh, he's there. He does think he, he chases them for a bit yeah. in this kind of reverse Hard Day's Night thing. He, he's, a, he's more threatening than He than is Rob more Lowe. threatening than Rob Lowe. But, but, but I, I, yeah, I don't think it's particularly used that well. Yeah. Um, once again, Proven Wayne's World 1 might be the better film, Tegan. Just... It's a fact. It's science. It is. Uh, finally, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Paramount Carowinds Theme Park had an entire Wayne's World themed area in their park. <laughs> it included... The Mirthmobile, oh, uh, which had hit a fire hydrant and had water spraying from it. A wooden roller coaster called The Hurler. <laughs> Stan Makita's Donut Shop, yes. where you could actually go inside and eat. Uh, the Rock Shop, a store selling metal slash rock type merchandise, as well as Wayne's World match- uh, merchandise. And a ride called The Scream Weaver. Which <laughs> <laughs> I really like to imagine that as you reach the peak and you're hurtling down, it just goes, Scream! Oh. <laughs> Krista Berg just comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was not expecting there to be a Wayne's World theme park. Aerosmith has a roller coaster. Does it? Yeah. Um, they have the rock and roller coaster at Disney World. Oh, wow. It's all Aerosmith themed and so on like that. Um, mm. It's awesome. It's one of my favorite That'd roller coasters because it's. it also has this thing that you're... You're meant to be in a limo. Like when you're in, you know how Disney does a bunch of things where you're in the line mm. and they kind of throw some things at you. In that, like there's a point they'll always kind of stop you. And it's this video of Aerosmith kind of playing, um, like doing some recording and stuff like that of a song. And then they're like, oh no, our concert's about to start. We better get to the concert. <laughs> These guys can come too. Get you a lift in the limo. And then like the agent comes out. Um, Dan Marino's in it too. He was super unfamous then. And you can just see him pushing buttons in the background so as funny. the sound technician. Mm. <laughs> um, and then you get into a ride. And we'll get into the um, roller coaster, which is shaped like a limo. It pulls up to a red light. And then it shoots you in the same way that they launch fighter jets. That's right. one it of is the most really cool rock and, and roll things ever. And is it just and Aerosmith songs? Aerosmith songs. Time. It's like you know, walk this way or yeah. Um, yeah, all those ones. If we want more information, we can call in Carmen. Cool. Uh, we don't, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> cut that bit. Yes. Good. Good to know. Yes. Uh, but yeah, probably we'll... cut the whole thing. No, no, keep some the rock and roller coaster. When, yeah. when we do our um, roller coaster review uh, yes. episode, where we talk about <laughs> the best uh, tie-in roller, roller coasters, coasters. You, you bet Carmen's going to be on that. Yeah, um, yeah. You could do the same with pinball machines. There's mm. so many pinball machines that go with it. Yeah, I'm sure be... there must be one for. I was just thinking there must be. Yeah, there's a Johnny Mnemonic one. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael I mean, had there it, is a lot of shot. like they just slap a bunch of stickers on something and they can mm. turn it into. Michael's one has this bit in, the Johnny Mnemonic one has this Keanu Reeves voice that goes, "I'm trying to make a long distance phone call." <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Oh dear. Uh, but yeah, Wayne's World did not expect there to be a theme park ride or area. Or an area. Yeah. Like that's that's commitment to think this is going to live for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's not there anymore, but uh, mm. yeah. The Mirthmobile would be cool. It would be and cool. And Stan Makita's. I'd eat at Stan Makita's. Yeah, you get some jelly donuts. Yeah. I really hope that you would open the door and there'd just be a room It'd of people. ninjas, yeah. <laughs> training to be in a James Bond. That's yeah. the most expensive part of it is they have to hire this entire <laughs> stunt team just to work. Uh, so, all that remains is for us to score the film. Jason, it's your first time watching Wayne's World 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, what score would you give it out of 10? I'm going to give it two and a half. Um, James Hong's. Mm. That was the only reason I was there. (laughs) 
Yeah, that, um, so so definitely didn't like it as much yeah. as the first one. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, I think in the end, like, I think overall I didn't mind it as much. Mm. But talking about it... Also, I remember more. Like, I remember last time mm. I was here, I was just like, I can't remember anything about this film. It just washed over me in a dull... Hey, is this yeah. one I do remember a bit more? Okay. We just watched it. Yeah, well, yeah, but I just watched it last time too and couldn't remember it because it was that bad. I couldn't even think of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, 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 but it's a, a, a But you just film. annoyed me because I'm hating on the film that you like. I don't hate you, Jess. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. But, but, and I'm but, never changing my 9 out of 10 for one <laughs> <laughs> But you, you would say that it's probably not as well made a film. No, this definitely not. And yeah. I think that's it. Like, there were, like the highs were higher, but the lows were lower. Mm. And the middles were lower. Like like the Wayne's World roller coaster. Yes. Like, like the Scream Weaver. <laughs> Scream Weaver. Weaver. Uh, when the Wii comes out because yeah. you're scared. Yeah. Ah. Uh, what about yeah. yourself, Tegan? What would you give this out of 10? Uh, oh, it still has its sweet points. Mm. Um, but it's I don't like it as mm. much as number one. Um, I like... I, I stand by number one is endearing. It has lots of mm. endearing moments. So this one is devoid of substance and endearing moments, but it's still worth five lowercase j's out of ten. So that's a good joke. I, I do like the, yes. the quick switch after making all the I references. We'll cross the T's and dot the lowercase j's. Um, also, quick shout out for Harry Shearer as Handsome Dan. <laughs> oh, yes. That uh, was gonna, I was going to do the five. Hey! Hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Mr. Scream? Mr. Scream? Mr. Scream, yeah. yeah. What, what is the joke there? Because there were a few times where it just ended on something. I'm like, oh, oh, that was meant to be a joke. The and joke is, is that... It's not a play button. No, no, no. The joke is that Harry Shearer is called Handsome Dan. Yeah. And so when Mr. Scream walks out, they yeah, yeah, think, yeah, I think that, that he's that, handsome yeah. Dan because he's handsome. But, but the, then Harry yeah, Shearer walks out and he's Yeah, I, I get that joke. But at the end there, after it all, they're like, oh, isn't that right? Because, and then because, they go, ha, ha, ha. Because they like, think he's like the coolest guy ever, but he's only Mr. Scream. And it's a reference to the fact that a lot of American radio at that time. Is bad. Yeah. Just had weird sound effects and like yeah. the whole pig Yeah, I mean, I know, I know that about it, yeah. but I was still just like, yeah, no, I, I, guess I, I get the joke with the with yeah. he's not handsome dad. It's because you look at him and you think, wow, yeah, he no, must no, be no, really no, that's not. But, the, that's no, not. Listen, like, listen, listen, It's because. Yeah, but I understand that bit. I'm just trying to explain it to you, but you keep interrupting me. Okay, okay. <laughs> so he's meant to be. They think he's successful. That he's going to be like. So if he's not handsome dad, maybe he's someone else who's super successful. Mm. But he's just Mr. Scream. He's he's literally just paid to scream into a microphone. Right. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, cool. yeah, I great. get that. But then we're on the same page. Yeah, but I was, I was also, yeah. yeah I tell you what, it is, <laughs> it is. A no, but it's the way they play it at the end there. Like, mm. I get that that would be where it goes. I assume that immediately, and then they're like, oh, oh, that's such. I'm like, oh, didn't we already know this? Yeah. That he's just the guy who screams, or I thought the joke was meant to be that it was meant to just be a button that he pressed, the Mr. Mm. Scream, and then it turns out it's a bloke. No. I think it is evidence. Of the jokes in this film not working. Yes, uh, and there's a few other times when a scene just ends. And this ends. is also evidence of how far the spectrum is for us, because I think that's one of the jokes that lands. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, I mean, I get yeah. the, the handsome Dan joke is, is fine and, and everything like that. It was just the way I they love the it. Mr. Scream joke as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just. More fuel to the fire, which is wonderful, which is mm. why this podcast is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, Handsome Dan, really fun. Um, just just Harry Shearer constantly just, uh-huh, 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 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, work is hard. Like, <laughs> it was just a beautiful. Uh, just reminded me of the Truman Show. Yeah. Because um, he's the um, he's the interviewer in that. That's right. And he has a bunch of lines like, oh, who could forget that? Like, yeah. it was a bit more than that, but it was still so insincere. Yeah. Um, despite that, it's not a good film. <laughs> uh, and I, Are I'm, you okay? How's your heart? Oh, look, it's fine. It's How's just, your childhood? <laughs> my childhood was fine. Look, I I enjoyed it at the time And I'm really glad That there is a period of time in my life Where I enjoyed Wayne's World (laughs) 2 And that that time is over as well I think think they're both positive things (laughs) I think it's good that I could like it For a period of time I think it's good that I've maybe moved on uh, As well Um, It's indicative of of growth That was missing from a lot of the characters In this film Um, It's it's just a bit shit, ultimately, <laughs> uh, and not as good as Wayne's World 1. I have definitely changed my mind <laughs> on that. You. I think well, well, Wayne's World 1 last time, I, I gave it a six. And I think this one has to get four and a half bloody great big Bengal tigers <laughs> out of ten. Um, it's It's a bit flat, and that's a shame. But, you know... They didn't make a Wayne's World 3, so I think they learned uh, from that. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Jason and Tegan, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Party on, Stephen. And party on, listeners. That's right. We have got uh, lots more episodes coming up, and none of them will be Wayne's World again. So... uh, (laughs) Rejoice or commiserate as appropriate. Um, we can be found on Patreon. Go to the Patreon. next one is the Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is not the Love Guru. In fact, the next one, uh, our patrons help picked. Uh, we are going to be doing uh, Ed Wood. Yeah, oh. the, uh, the Speaking, of shit films. Speaking of bad films, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Such a, good, that's a good film. It, but about, about shit, shit films. films, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to know how our patrons got to do that, well. Become a patron yourself. Go to patreon.com forward slash CCC podcast. I dare you. I bloody dare you. Yeah, you can make suggestions there of films to watch. Uh, Somebody did. They're very happy. And we'll be covering it uh, on next week's episode. We can also be found on Facebook. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club there for news and updates. And of course, subscribe. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, um, local access radio stations. um, WPIG. WPIG. (laughs) With our very own Mr. Scream. Gonna have to edit that down later. <laughs> um, just search for us on those services there. Uh, but that's all for this week. So until next time, goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.